Hey, there it is. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning. Or good afternoon, whenever you're watching this. Uh, Kevin and Nathan here. We are uh, going to talk for a little while, see what happens. Yes. We're going to riff and let her rip. Did you want me to read? Okay, we got to like. No, you're good. Don't worry about it. For a nope. second. No, no we're just going to. No, you don't read it. So, uh, one of the questions that we've had when we were working through things is how do we best shape our family during this time? And so we usually do live teaching. We don't do online. Mm. Um, that's part of who we are is we do dialogue even and let people answer back and forth as we preach. And so that's kind of been a staple of who we are from the beginning when we started two years ago. Uh, in two weeks, it'll be our two-year anniversary of the church. Did you know that? No kidding. Really? really? Yeah. That's wild. Yep. And then we'll wild. be gathering in our own living rooms to celebrate it, and it'll be <laughs> crazy. Maybe we'll all honk cool. our horns at the same time. <laughs> but uh, no, so trying to think through, like, how do we shape people really well during this season of time? And I think uh, Sundays really do matter, and so we still do want to teach, we still do want to equip people, but knowing it has to take a little bit different form because we can't gather all together mm. in a building. And so when we were thinking through where do we go next in the book of John, that's what we've been reading, uh, I wanted to do John 13 for Palm Sunday, which is what today is. Mm. Did you know that? I did not know that. Today is not Palm Sunday. It, it, it's Thursday. It'll be Sunday when they watch oh. this. <laughs> Man. Professionals here. Long day. Long day. But no, trying to figure out when we wanted to do this. Um, and so I wanted to do the foot washing, and then I wanted to have you mm. be a part of this because uh, mm. in our missional communities, our church is broken into missional communities, smaller communities that each take responsibility for making disciples in a smaller part of our city. Mm. And so there are little pockets of people that are spread throughout Mesa and Gilbert and uh, do just different stuff that they're trying to say, how do we best love and serve our city? And mm -hmm. even that's a little disrupted right now. Mm. But the text that we're going to talk about mm. is one that uh, links me to you. Because I remember one time when I asked you, the very first time I asked you to lead our MC. Mm. Uh, no, it was actually our surge group. Yes, it was, it was surge. our surge table. Yep, I yep, gave yep, it to yep. you. Uh, I said, hey, will you lead this week and we'll gather. So we went over to your apartment complex. Where yep, you're with Midtown apartment on Maine. Yep. yep, shout out to the mom. Yes. All right, uh, Midtown on Maine. And so we were there, we we're in their gathering room, and you're like, got us all in a circle. Yep. And he said, hey, man, I really just want to start with a practice. Do you remember? Do you know where I'm going with this? I do. I do. <laughs> and so I thought you were going to teach us text and, and like break up, like, you know, chop up the actual book that we we're reading. And you're like, I just want to start with this story. And so you opened up to John 13 okay. and said, uh, Jesus washed his disciples' feet. And I think if we're going to be men and women sent to serve in our cities, yeah. that we need to be comfortable washing each other's feet. Mm. And there was something inside of me that was like, wait, are you talking about like metaphorically speaking? Mm. Mm. And then your next line was what? We're going to wash each other's feet. I've got some bowls set up around the room. <laughs> and so uh, if you want to partner up with somebody else. Yeah, so I got Michael Davi. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, me and Michael got to know each other really well. I think Daniel and I. Yeah. Yeah. See, got together. Yeah. It's memorable. Yeah. Um, but uh, you had us wash each other's feet. And mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to have you be a part of this because uh, it was a special memory for me. That's sweet. Wow. But, um, and then I also think that it's a really helpful text for us as we try to figure out how do we best love and serve in the time that we're in right now? Mm. So where we're at in being dispersed rhythms, things are very different. Each of us want to love and serve well, um, but we don't know how. Mm. Uh, and I think also we're trying to figure out what does it look like to do life now in a world that's rapidly changing? Mm -hmm. um, what stays the same? What changes? And how do we best uh, live as neighbors in our cities and towns and wherever else we're at right now? And so I think this text has some pretty big keys for us. Mm. And so if you're down for it, if you'll just read 
John 13 read the text. Yeah, I'd love to. And then I'll give a little bit of background, and then maybe we can set our church up to think through some really good questions. Sure, that sounds good. Cool. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. Mm. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Can I pray and then we'll talk? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Jesus, we're going to talk about you, but not as if you're distant. Uh, We believe that you're the same Savior who did these actions uh, for your disciples that is also present with us. And so would you give us wisdom and even speak... um, through this different medium of being on tech, uh, we believe that you're present in homes uh, and that you're present with us today. And so would you connect those two things? And we love you and want to be used by you. So ask us in your name and by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So a little bit of ba- like just within there, um, three things to bring us up to speed with John, where we've been. Uh, one, it starts off saying it was Passover time, right? And so this pulls in like thousands of years of history. Mm. So going all the way back in the story to where Israel had been rescued out of Egypt. Mm. Uh, You know, like way back when, like when they were set free and they were meant to be the people of God, uh, to be a light to the nations, to show off how good God was to anybody who wanted to watch and see so the nations would be drawn in. And so it's like that mighty act of salvation. Mm. And that what they did was they'd kill a lamb and they put the blood around the doorpost and that's what marked them as the people of God, right? Mm. And so this was the Passover that celebrated that. And uh, this connects... Three things. One, that connects to uh, John. When John said, behold, the Passover lamb Mm. who takes away the sin of the world. Like, Jesus was going to die. He was going to be the pure and spotless lamb who would die Mm. for the sins of the world. Uh, The second thing that ties it in is he says, uh, this, he knew his time had come. So do you remember when we were doing uh, John 2? Yes. Uh, Water into wine? Yes. Remember, his mom comes to him and goes, hey, Jesus. Right. They're out of wine. Do you remember what he says to her? This is not... This is not my time. My time has not come. Yeah, yeah, he gives her the woman. Yeah, yes, yes. Woman, it is not my time. Mama? Yeah. Mom, it's not my time. He says woman. He says, uh, it's not my time, though. But, like, it's coming, but it's yeah. not here yet. Yeah. So, like, John's been this arc of trying to, mm. when is that time going to come? And it's now. Mm. So he's like, it's, it's that time now where I'm going to mm. go and endure the cross to set creation free from the curse. 
So pretty powerful moment. And then the third thing that's happening right here is he says it's all because of love. Like he loved mm. them very well to the end. Mm. Uh, having loved his own, they were in the world, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Mm. That uh, beautiful, that the, the context for this whole thing is love. Mm. Um, and John's done a brilliant job, I think, of pulling the love of God through this entire book. That, that God doesn't act uh, in anger or mm. begrudging submission or trying to make people pay mm. uh, the whole way through the gospel, but, it, but it's God lovingly pursuing creation um, mm. the whole way through. Yes. Wow. And so that, that sets it up, right? So mm. it, it's the time's coming, this, these three threads being woven together. The time has come. He's the Passover lamb, but it's all because of love. Mm. And then it ends up at this feast. And so, right? Yes. Jesus has already had a heck of a week. Um, yeah. He came in for his triumphal entry, which is what we're celebrating on the day that this will be watched, mm. Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Monday, he's going to clear the temple. Mm-hmm. And so kick out the money changers, yeah. throw the whip throw flip tables, have a good old time saying, this is supposed to be a house of prayer. Come on now, get out. Mm. Uh, Tuesday, he's going to have a pretty big fight with uh, some religious leaders. Mm. Wednesday, he kind of goes dark. They don't know what happened on Wednesday. And then this passage is on Thursday, mm. the night he's going to be betrayed. Mm. So like, he's had a full week already. Safe to say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he drops in and dips in in the story. And so it goes that he showed up in town and washed feet. When you had us wash our feet, why did you have us do that? Yeah, that's a great question. I, <clears throat> I think in that surge group, and I, I'm remembering each face, we had been doing life together for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and so we got to know each other and got to know each other's stories a little bit. And I think because I hosted at Midtown mm-hmm. and really like what my roommate and I, shout out to Vern Benton, love you buddy, what we were up to uh, at Midtown on Main was was to like, be the hands and feet of Jesus, to to bridge, um, yeah, people um, to each other and to to Jesus. And so I think what I wanted to embody or what I wanted for us to experience was like what Vern and I had been about and what we wanted to be about, and mm-hmm. that was being the hands and feet of Jesus. So yeah, just to model that and to enter into um, that encounter that Jesus had with his disciples and. Yeah. be able to share that with each other. So, yeah, I think that was the reason why, just to grow in a deeper awareness of what it means to be a family of missionary servants, mm. which Missio is, yeah. Yeah, I think that's so huge because it's tied to hospitality, right? Mm, that that mm-hmm, act of mm-hmm. washing feet was meant to be like, you're welcome here, Yeah. and I want to provide for you. Yes. And so the hosts at the time would never actually wash feet, though. Um, so the fact that you wash feet, you know, oh. that's very Jesus-like. The host wouldn't do it. The host would tell them, hey, I got water for you if you want to wash your feet, huh. or I got a servant, slave, that will wash your feet for you. Okay. And so that was like the norm, hmm. if that makes sense. So like, wow. that's why when Jesus sit, looks around and sees that nobody's washed feet yet, right? And you're about to eat, and you're going to lay down, and we'd do it if it wasn't too weird. <laughs> uh, but you're gonna, you sit in a way that your feet are in the next guy's like face, right? right. Like, and so if you've been walking around Jerusalem all day, uh, where there's not gutters and really healthy drainage, you're going <laughs> to end up in a place where you uh, have really messy feet, uh, really dirty feet. Uh, I think the Jesus Storybook Bible calls this the story of stinky feet uh, because your feet sense. would be gross. Mm, and so mm. Jesus looks around and he uh, just silently, doesn't even make a big deal about it, right? He doesn't like take like the selfie and go like hashtag serving others. Right. Um, but he just takes his coat off, yeah. wraps a towel around his waist, and then starts washing their feet. Yeah. This act that would be done by a servant, never mm. by the master of a household, right, like right. unheard of. Yep. But he's showing like extreme hospitality, wow. extreme welcome into his community. 
and then he gets to Peter, right? Yeah. And Peter, he goes, starts to walk, Peter says what? Like, you just read it. Yeah. Get away. Get don't, it. don't wash my feet. Not today, Jesus. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you ain't yeah. washing, like, you are not going to be the one who washes my nope, feet. Nope, not me. Yeah. And then Jesus looks at him and goes, well, if I don't wash your feet, then, like, you can't have any part of me. And I love his response. His response is like, everything, then... Wash my head, wash yeah, my hands, yeah, wash my body, wash, wash everything. Yeah, like, if that's yeah, what it takes to be good. a part of who you are, yeah, that's good. let me in. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you can tell, like, he still missed what was going on, though, because Jesus looks at him and goes, hey, sure. real, <laughs> you missed it. Uh, if you have a bath, you don't need to wash your whole body. Mm. You just need to wash your feet. Mm. And so I'm going to bounce something off you. This is be the first time you heard this, right? Do it. He says, like, because I've already cleansed you. So, but not all of you are clean because he knew Judas was there. And so mm. the idea of being clean uh, holistically was, like, you're part of my family. You're part of my people. Uh, I've already cleansed you, right? You're already clean. You're made righteous. You're part of my, like, you're, you're in with me. Yes. But there's still going to be parts of you that need to be cleaned up. Yeah. And so you don't need a holistic cleansing. That's already happened. But there's just parts of you that are going to need cleaning as wow. you go. Hmm. Uh, N.T. Wright said that. That wasn't wow. mine. Um, that was so he's talking about like that, that imagery of, so you're still going to have some dirty parts, mm. but it's not your holistic cleansing you need. How does that hit you? Wow. I'm speechless, to be honest. <clears throat> it hits me like I can relate. Like huh. I need that word. I need it, yeah, like, to be reminded, like, that I belong to Jesus, even in the midst of, like, everything that I bring to him in, mm -hmm. in those moments, yeah, so it's huge, it, like, for me, yeah, it's, like, it's a, it, it's cleansing in that I, I belong to Jesus, even, even as I come, like, with everything that I have to come with, yeah. 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 That mess that's still somewhat mm. there, though you're not yeah. entirely, it's not like when my kids come in from playing, right. and they're just, like, mud. Yeah. Like my kids play a game called Mudball Mud, mm. uh, which is the equivalent of make a big mud pit and then rub it all over your face like your Bear grills, and they call that Mudball Mud. <laughs> uh, and so when they come in Mudball Mud, they need a bath. Uh, but when they come in from just walking around barefoot, mm. they just need to clean their feet. Yeah. Um, their whole body isn't messed up, just their feet. And yeah. that's kind of what Jesus is getting at. Like, there's a time when you are Mudball Mud, right? Like, there's a time when yeah. you need to come to Jesus and get that bath. And mm. so if you've never been cleansed by Jesus... Like, for sure, turn to him, and he will clean you. He will make you whole. He will bring freedom and forgiveness for the first time and bring you into his family, mm. without a doubt. Mm. He cleans up that mud ball mud real well. Mm. But even as we follow Jesus, we still got some mess on us. And here's why I think this matters for us mm. right now, right? I just got excited and like, hopped Giddy. my chair. Yeah. <laughs> but because if we're going to be men and women sent out into the world to mm. be servants, which is where this goes next... Mm. We have to be letting Jesus doing ongoing work, go, ongoing work with us now. Mm, Does that mm, make sense? Yes. Like, like we don't go out because we have it all together. We go out mm. with dirty feet knowing that we have Jesus still washing us mm. and making us right yes. even as we go. Yes. Like if we don't experience wow. that first, Jesus serving us, we will have nothing to serve others with. And so like the, the first thing I would say coming out of this text is let Jesus wash your feet. Like, don't be a Peter who pushes Jesus away and says, I don't need anything. I don't need you. Like, I, I'm good. Right. I'm good. Right. We're going the other way where right. it's like, hey, Jesus, make me all right all again. I need mm. it all again. He's like, no, 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 no. Mm. You, you've been made right. Mm. Let me clean your feet, show you welcome, mm. hospitality, wow. and clean up what's messed up with you wow. as a servant. Right? Mm. 
And then so the first thing, like, let Jesus clean us up on an ongoing basis. Like, let him do that work. Mm. Because we'll never have anything to offer if we're not aware of where we still have mess on ourselves, what's stuck to the soles of our feet, yeah. and letting him clean that. Then we're going to go out either in arrogance and feel like I'm all mm. the way better and I just want to throw out mm. my holiness to you mm. instead of forgetting that, no, we still need Jesus ourselves. Mm. And that's why we have anything to offer is because he's working in us to then work through us. So um, but then the story goes on, right? And so the second part of it is yeah. uh, he gives them not just a new activity, but a new identity. Mm. And so servant is not just something you do, but it's who you are. Jesus says, I gave you an example. Um, and so I gave you, you call me teacher and Lord, and that's right. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. And so like I am the teacher. I'm the one who is instructing you on how to live out your role in God's story, in God's kingdom. Like I, I shape that for you. But I'm also Lord, like that curious, that Lord, mm. master, ruler, that, that mighty one, the one above whom there is no other, mm. right? But if I, your Lord and teacher, bowed down and wiped your feet, how much more should you take on that role for others? Mm. Mm. And, he, and he makes a killer line that says, a, a servant is not above his master. Mm. And that's obvious, right? Yeah. Like if you're in the household and like your king... Right. You're the, you're the top dog in the right, house, right. and I'm your servant. I never think like, oh, I should be able to do what uh, I want to do, or I should be able to be able to have more rights, more privileges, more mm. honor than mm. you. Like mm. as the master of the household, you would always have that, right? Right, yeah. And so I think we forget that sometimes mm. Mm. as followers of Jesus, and mm. we expect status. Wow. Why do you think that is? Like, why do we expect status? Why do we expect, like, maybe just to be higher than Jesus, right? Like, so if Jesus was homeless, mm. we expect to get more square footage, right? Jesus uh, was out among people who were at risk all the time, and we build walls and put locks on the gates to our communities, right? Like, yeah. Jesus uh, was downwardly mobile all the time. He had everything, gave it up. And when we get more, we look to raise our uh economic status not our level of generosity like it's just how we operate a lot right like we think the more i get the more that's for me and jesus said i give away what i have right and um he entered into lowly places and like modeled it by wiping junk off people's feet literally Mm. Mm. but sometimes we like no 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 no. that's not for me like i don't want to have to serve in kids i'm beyond that (laughs) whoa yeah like i don't want to clean up trash cans that's beyond me i don't want that or like i'm not going to go to the grocery store for my neighbor like i'm beyond that Right. I don't mow my neighbor's lawn. Like I barely mow mine. Why would I mow yours? Like, yeah. Why do we think that? Do you think? Mm. What have we forgotten? <clears throat> yeah, I think we've forgotten like, for sure who like who we are in in Jesus. That we are a family of missionary servants. That He's called us into this work of laying down our lives for for others, for the least of these, for for our neighbors. And I think too that that independent self uh preserving self-willed spirit runs so deep too mm. in, in humanity uh just a desire to to protect ourselves and to preserve mm. our own livelihood and uh the selfishness runs deep and so that needs to be shattered and broken by uh, the only thing powerful enough and that is the blood of jesus yeah so i would say yeah that that independent call it what you will the uh the uh yeah, entitled, uh, self-protecting, self-preserving spirit uh, needs to be crucified and resurrected. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I would say. I think that's good, selfishness. Mm. The word I came up with and I was mm. thinking through it was just pride. 
Sure. That yeah. we we forget that uh, what Jesus did and who he did it for it with us, hmm. and we think that we're going to be better. Hmm. Um, yeah. But Jesus says, like, hey, I, I, the way the very last, read the last verse for us. Read it. 17? Yep. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Read it again. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I think this is where it's going to come down for us, right? So the whole scenario, last week of Jesus' life, all these threads coming together, Jesus welcomes and washes his disciples' feet, even the one who's going to betray him. Like, so what if I, do I love my enemies? Jesus washed his feet. Yes. Like, can you imagine looking up at the dude that you knew was going to betray, like a friend who had pretended to be a friend that was going to betray right, you? Right. And serving them, knowing yep. that they had betrayed, like, that's a whole other level, probably yes. a whole different, whole different teaching. <laughs> we'll get there. But um, coming down to saying, like, all right, now, but now you're servants. I'm making yeah. you servants. Like, serve one another in the way that I've served you. Yeah. And it was going to go from taking up a towel to taking up a cross mm. and then calling them to live their lives that way, too. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's just the towel. Yeah. Um, but it says, blessed are you. you. You know these things. I've told you this. Now I've looked you all in the eyes and said mm. you need to serve each other. Now go live that way, mm. and you'll be blessed. And that's where I think it comes down mm. for us uh, as a church. Will we follow in the ways of Jesus to love and serve our neighbors? So we started this with how do we react in a world that's so much different than mm. it was a few weeks ago? Mm. Like how do we love our neighbors when things have been disrupted? Mm. Um, and I think one of the answers is to let Jesus keep working in us because mm. um, as that stuff gets exposed in our lives, to let him work in us, mm. but then also to let him work through us as we look to serve and meet needs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to be the unnoticed things, right? Not things that you're like, hashtag honored to serve, hashtag, you know, right, right. being a blessing to my neighbors. Right, right, right. Um, that's not the goal ever. Servants mm. didn't get to do selfies. Mm. But... Uh, servants did look at it and say, like, I can meet that need. Let me do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so in just um, a few seconds, we're going to let people actually go to Zoom calls. Oh. Uh, one Zoom call will be for prayer. So if you're listening and watching this and you're like, man, I just really need prayer. I'm going through it. And so whether if you're a part of the Missio family or you are just watching from across the world somewhere and you're like, man, I would love mm-hmm. prayer, mm-hmm. Uh, click the link that's for prayer and you'll be joined into a Zoom call where somebody would love to pray for you or you can pray for someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other Zoom link that we'll go through is to keep processing this and ask, how do we live as servants in the world right now? Hmm. Uh, and there'll be a moderator in there who will just help you, us continue to process asking the questions and we'll give interaction. Hmm. How do we continue to live as servants in the world right now? And so that'll be what we build together, hmm. not just the teaching. But the teaching is to say, one, let Jesus keep working in you hmm. and then let him work through you as a servant, hmm. not from an exalted position of power, but from humbling yourself, like Jesus did, mm. taking on the form of a servant, as Philippians said. He became obedient to the point of death and even the death on a cross, and we're going to celebrate that on Friday. Mm. But man, that's the invitation of this text, to live out our identities as servants. And so I do want to close it with just the reality. One, if you're checking this out, you've never been around churches, or you're just hearing this good news that Jesus will free you and forgive you and cleanse you, and he wants to make you new and you can be a part of a people, mm. um, please reach out to us and have more of that conversation. Reach out to a friend. Oh, we would love to talk to you uh, and continue to process that with you because that's absolutely an option for today. Um, if there's something that came up when you're thinking through the mess that's still mm. stuck to you that Jesus needs to keep cleaning, you're like, I don't know how to do that myself. Uh, again, reach out. We would love to talk to you and process that with you. Mm. 
Um, but if you want to continue to process through how do we live as servants as well, click on the Zoom link for how can we, keep, how can we live as servants right now. That'll take you there. Mm-hmm. If you want to pray, click on the prayer link. Uh, and that's about right. what I got. Right on. Right on? Good deal. Do you want to pray for us? I know it's Thursday and they're going to watch us on Sunday. But will you pray for our friends in the future? Yes, I would love to. Let's do it. Uh, Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for loving us as your own to the end and beyond, showing us the full extent of your love. I pray for our brothers and sisters who are watching that they would be encouraged and edified by your love for them and that this love would set free and that it would uh, set into motion uh, what you're doing in and through us as your people, that we would be your hands and feet in a world that desperately needs to know the goodness and the grace uh, that you've poured out. So to this end and in your name, Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. Amen.